Hey everyone, you're back listening to Motivation with Mel. I am your host, Mel. Today, we are going to have our very first guest on the show. Her name is Cassie, and she is a fellow pre-service teacher with me at UIW's uh, Department of Education. We are going to be talking about culturally responsive teaching, what it means to us in the process of becoming an educator, and possible circumstances that could land us in some pretty deep conversations with our future students. Okay, so our first question that we have here for Cassie is, what is the single story that people assume about you? And how would you fill in the blanks? I am blank, but I am not blank. And please go ahead and elaborate on that. So I would fill in the blanks. I am blank, but not blank by I am white, but I'm not selfish or conceited. Um, as a matter of fact, I find much more joy in giving than receiving. And when it comes to helping other people, um, like a ride, a homework problem, or, you know, if they just need someone to talk to, I always try to be there for them. Um, I love to volunteer and volunteering is something I like to do because um, I'm giving back to the community and I think it's really important. However, not only do I believe I'm viewed as selfish or conceited, but I am also a white girl with blonde hair and people view me as a girl who gets Starbucks and has a Patagonia jacket, Kendra Scott earrings and a bunch of Lulu. Um, and ditzy and dumb and incapable of doing things on their own. So I actually went to get my car inspected one day and I went to a tire shop and um, I was wondering if they inspected cars. And I asked the guy and when I arrived, the guy working there told me there was a location down the street, but I was kind of confused with the directions he was giving me. Um, he kind of passively, aggressively said, oh, you should know you are a white girl. It's right by the Starbucks. Um, and I was I was shocked. And the tone he said it, I was just wondering. I was incapable of listening to his directions. So while I am aware that people have been through much worse, it was still a weird experience where I felt uncomfortable. And I was curious to know, like, what his motive was. This story just kind of sums up what I said about being known as a Starbucks girl with little to no brain cells. Overall, I am aware of white privilege that exists, but there are also micro microaggressions that occur towards non-people of color. Um, and this is just one of the stories that is assumed about me by first glance. So. Okay, so our second question for Cassie is, what is something that people don't know about you? And what are your other stories other than being that Starbucks girl. So what people also know about me is that I'm a swimmer. They see that I go to practice, but they do not understand the intensity of the sport and how much mental toughness it requires. Um, in my opinion, swimming is one of the toughest, if not the toughest sports that exist. And I don't just say that because I'm a swimmer, but it's really, really challenging. Like getting up every morning at 5 a.m., you know, getting into a freezing pool, it's tough. Um, I have given up many social events, including like homecoming, school dances, and so forth for practices. Um, swimming has also taught me many lessons and allowed me to meet many people. And I have become strong, determined, and a healthy person overall because of the sport. And I also know what it means to be part of a team. I have learned to never give up and that the bad days are what define me, not just the good days. So the days when I can barely finish a set, barely walk, or struggle to get out of bed at 5 a.m. and jump into a pool find me and so how strong I am. Um, I have learned to never give up and to give my all into everything that I do. And then another thing that many people may assume about me is that I'm smart and that school comes easily to me because I make good grades. But what they don't see is the hours among hours that I spend doing my homework, trying to understand one question and what it's asking me. 
to solve for sometimes like a math proof question. It can take me literally hours to do and I struggle so much. Um, math does not come easy and neither do any of other subjects in school. I actually have really bad anxiety when it comes to school because I care so much and I want to do everything to the best of my ability. Um, I'm an average smart student, but what is most special about me is my work ethic. A lot of this comes from my family and friends who support me, but my true dedication and work ethic came from swimming. What people may not know about me is that I care about everything I do, whether it consists of swimming, school, volunteering, my religion, or whatever. I put my all into everything. And Today's episode of Motivation with Mel is brought to you by Santa's Workshop, the real happiest place on earth. Have you ever wanted to work year-round creating lots of toys and goodies for good boys and girls all over the world? Do you ever wonder how Christmas toys are made for the billions of children across the globe? Head over to Santa's Workshop at the North Pole for an in-depth experience of what it's like to be one of Santa's elves. Visit www.santasworkshop.mel15 for a 15% off your application fee now. Paid labor is not included. Welcome back uh, from our quick commercial break. So we're moving on to our third question. Uh, what culturally responsive teaching topics do you wish you knew more about? If a future student asks you about systemic racism, unconscious bias, or privilege, what do you think you would say? When it comes to culturally responsive teaching, I wish that I knew more about the background of all cultures and the norms associated with each. Of course, in class, we talk about different cultures and everything, but how do we know when we are truly ready to teach about it and how to handle different situations around these circumstances? I do not believe that just simply reading about it will teach me how to approach different situations. And the discussions we have in class are helpful, but I think the best way to learn is by getting true experience in these different cultures. I enjoy talking in class about immersion experiences, and that is one thing I wish we were able to do, and therefore one thing I wish I knew more about. I have never been out of the country, but would find it interesting to go and learn new cultures, even if it was just for two weeks or so. I have had many friends who have gone on mission trips to Africa, Taiwan, etc. And if I ever had a chance to go to one of those places, I would take the opportunity in a heartbeat because I believe that the learning experiences would be invaluable. If a future student asks me about systemic racism, unconscious bias, or privilege, I'd make sure to discuss about how systemic racism is due to our own unconscious biases and how the only way for us to be a step closer to ending racism is to first understand our own biases. Along with biases, biases, <laughs> it is important to understand that privilege does exist as well. And I would explain to them that being colorblind to these issues only makes things worse. Once one can understand their own biases, they are then able to empathize with others and see where another person is coming from. It honestly depends on what the students ask me about, but I would be sure to keep things general and factual and not opinion-based because I do not want to persuade them one way or another. So. so our last question that we have here for Cassie is, as a future teacher, what is one thing that you'll take away about culturally responsive teaching? So as a future teacher, one thing that I will take away about culturally responsive teaching is that awareness, understanding, and demonstration of care are the most important traits to have when teaching students from different cultures. I want to make sure that my future classroom is a place where students feel safe, respected, understood, challenged, 
And I want them to feel as if they are a big part of my classroom because the truth is that they are. I am aware that each of my students are an integral part of the classroom with several different strengths and weaknesses, different backgrounds, different experiences, and that they all have something great to contribute to my class. My goal is to get my students to believe this themselves as well. After learning about culturally responsive teaching this year, another one of my goals as a future educator is to get to know my students and where they come from and to try my best to integrate ways of their culture into my classroom if, if possible. Because of learning about culturally responsive teaching, I have also learned that as a teacher, I will be responsible for handling difficult situations. And I've once again learned how important it is to listen to students, to understand where they're coming from, and to do my best to respect and help them reach their needs. Culturally responsive teaching is so important because students must feel as if they are in a safe place to learn. And if students do not believe that they are respected or if they feel out of place, they are not going to want to learn and they definitely would not trust me. There are many other culturally responsive teaching strategies that I have learned this year, such as activating students' prior knowledge, considering classrooms and how they are like arranged. But I believe that building appropriate relationships with the students is one of the most important aspects of teaching. So overall, I just think building relationships and having them trust you is the best way to culturally respond to these students. All right. So I'd just like to go ahead and close out the show um, with thanking our first guest on our show, Motivation with Mel, Miss Cassie. She has been very helpful in helping not only myself, but I hope our audience as well um, learn a bit, a, bit, a bit more about culturally responsive teaching. I would also like to thank our sponsors for allowing us to continue with our show. Uh, more importantly, I would like to thank our audience. Without you, there would be no motivation with Mel. <laughs> um, join us next week when we dive into another topic that's not as deep as this one. Next week, we're going to be talking about planning for the holidays as a teacher, both inside the classroom and outside. What are some good lesson plans that we like to include from when we were kids in the classroom. How do we manage our time around the holidays when there's testing, celebrating, and still making time for family? All right, guys, stay motivated. We'll be